This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our two one five five nine two nine four nine four. We'll get back to all the phone calls in just a few minutes. Right now, though, oh, there it is. There it is. That's you know what that means. Time for Ross Tucker joining us as he will weekly. And of course, he's the host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You can check it out on social media, Ross Tucker NFL. And if you want, ask him a question. Always ask him a question and get his thoughts on my front my front page story dot com. As I hear Ross, it is the best gift ever. How you doing, Ross? It is the best gift ever. I'm doing amazing. I got to tell you, it's genius to play a Taylor Swift song every time I come on. So first of all, you guys know me. I'm like in a really good mood, probably 99.5%. You are. I feel like every time I see you, you're smiling. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, look, I'm 44. I've never had a real job. Like I played football for a while. Now I just talk about football. Right. It's amazing. So yes, I am a very happy person, but this is why I think Taylor Swift is the greatest artist of of our era. Any song you put on of hers, I come on the air and I'm all smiles. I'm bouncing around like if if, if there was the small chance I wasn't in a good mood, you guys immediately get me in a good mood so by I, playing. I think that what music. you're saying, Ross, is nothing gets you ready to talk football like Taylor Swift. You're welcome. That's right. Yep. That's right. In fact. <laughs> We need more Taylor Swift, and we need more DeAndre Swift. So we need yes. more Swift yes. for the Philadelphia the Eagles. The theme of the week, yeah. for sure. It was almost even with their, their carries on Sunday, which is, uh, <laughs> which is kind of odd. Ross, let's dive into the game, what you saw between the Eagles and the Patriots. And let's start with this, especially uh, as someone who was on an offensive line that watched defenses adjust over a day-by-day, game-by-game, but year-by-year. Ross, did you see anything the Patriots did, Belichick specifically, that you think may be an answer for what the Eagles did so well on offense last year? And with that, do you think it's something the rest of the NFL noticed and can they take? Good question. Um, I noticed a couple things. One is, you know, I thought that the Eagles did not do a very good job. I mean, I, I thought it was one of the worst offensive line performances that I've seen from them in a little while. You know, I guess we're so spoiled and we're so used to them being so dominant. And I didn't think they were quite as dominant in the run game as they've been. Um, And even in pass pro. Now, some of the things I get a little confused on, like one of the early sacks, it it seemed like just nobody blocked Judon off the edge. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure where the miscommunication was there or what happened. And so... I think I remember that happening a couple times actually against the Lions in week one last year. Remember that? Mm -hmm. There was a couple sacks where guys came free. The Lions kept blitzing, 
you know, like that one safety, I forget what his name was, and he had like a couple sacks of Hurts last year. So I'm hopeful that some of that is just week one stuff. Um, but, you know, the other thing that I scratched my head at a little bit, guys, is like watching the tape, like there, there's plays where Goddard is open, and they just don't throw it to him. And, I, and I'm not exactly sure, you know, look, I'm not in the meetings. I'm not a quarterback. I don't know what Jalen's reads are. But, man, like even like that last fourth down, you know, Dallas Goddard was wide open. You know, the game would have been over. And we didn't get the ball to him for whatever reason. And so that was one of the things that jumped out to me as well. It did not look like Hertz was seeing things very well. And so you wonder, and I know Sirianni said this about reevaluating the preseason. I don't know if that will actually happen or not. I mean, they still won the game. And if they win the next few, I don't know if he's going to remember that next year. But it did look to me, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles offense looked to me like people that have not played in the game in a long, long time, right? Like Hurts, there were throws to be made at times that he wasn't making for whatever reason. It just didn't seem like he was seeing things as well as he did seemingly all year last year. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I think with Hertz, you can definitely sit there and go, he played really at a really high level last year. It's one week. Give him, you know, maybe Thursday night or another week to kind of get back into the groove of things. But I think you get credit for two things. One, you were early on my lot of being good when he was a rookie, and I think you were also one of the early people to say, hey, he's not playing as well as he maybe once was. So I think with my lot of differences, maybe there isn't that long track record of success uh, you know, like there is with Hurts to an extent. I'm curious, when you watch my because he's probably one person to be worried about on the offensive line, what are you seeing or what, are, what is your level of concern that maybe he is not going to be like an all-pro tackle uh, this year, and I guess moving forward, couple things on that. First of all, I will say this: I, I thought Cam Jurgens was pretty good. I agree. You know I, thought I mean, he like, well. that, like if that, you know, coming into the year, that was kind of the concern, and I thought he was fine. I mean, I, I, I thought he was fine. Um, my lot of my concern, and I'll say this too: I, you know, it wasn't, um, it wasn't Lane's best game I've ever seen him play. Let's put it that way. Agreed. And, and what's interesting to me about that too is like he was going against a rookie at times. But there's not a lot of tape on that rookie, you know? Uh, Keon White from Georgia Tech. So you always wonder how much of an impact that has. You're going against a guy that you're not really familiar with, you haven't really seen, to see what he brings to the table. So wasn't Lane's best performance. My concern with Mylotta is that there are times where I feel like he stops his feet. when, And I don't really know why, because he, he has the athleticism to do it. But he'll kind of stop his feet when he goes to throw his hands sometimes, and he'll get beat as a result. Um, I guess the, the broader concern there would just be that he, I thought, plateaued or maybe even took a small step back last year. So if you're thinking about it, it was like big step year one to year two, big step year two to year three. Year three to year four was amazing. And then last year it was either flat or a mm-hmm. little bit backwards. I don't know. I don't know that if there's a big history of guys kind of getting back on that track of 
of the improvement or if this is just what he's going to be. And by the way, if this is just what he's going to be, he's probably off the top of my head 8th to 15th best left tackle in the NFL. Like, I'll give you guys an example, okay? I had my first game for CBS on Sunday. It was the Saints and the Titans, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, the, the Saints left tackle, Trevor Penning, he's a first-round pick, gave up three sacks in the first half. Andre Dillard was getting smoked in the first half. So I think sometimes we, like, lose sight of the fact that, you know, um, average play, like, like Mylotta being average or slightly above average or whatever, man, it's a heck of a lot better than some of these well, other teams and guys that are just getting worked. I think it kind of fits with the whole team, right, where they go to New England, they get a win, and, the, you know, people are concerned about it. So Mylotta, you're right, like, even if he is ninth, the expectation is he's supposed to be the best in the NFL. And with the Eagles, the expectation is they're supposed to go and look great every time they play now because they are a Super Bowl-caliber team. It's just really tough to do, which I think we're finding out uh, off of that one game. No question. And, but, but remember this, too. Like Last year, at this exact same time, we were all freaking out about the defense. Some things because, never change, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, because it's DeAndre, probably more us than them, Ross. I think yeah. that's that's no, it. I know, but because DeAndre Swift and the Lions lit up the Eagles' defense last year, scored thirty some points. It was like Gannon's got to go. The defense is not good. Blah 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 blah. Well, it turned out a couple of things. Number one, the Lions' offense was actually pretty good, and number two, the defense ended up being outstanding. So. Um, week one is such a unique entity unto itself because you haven't played it all in a while and the game plans are so unique. They had two new coordinators. I, I just, one way or the other guys, we'll have much more, and nobody, you know, nobody wants to say this, but we'll have a, a much clearer understanding, I feel like, of where they're at Thursday night, Friday morning after they at least get another one mm-hmm. under their belt. Like, I'll give you another example, right? Like, Right now, Niners and Cowboys fans are over the moon and blah, 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 and they're great. Now, both of them were very impressive. I, I know you guys are doing power rankings. I do my power rankings on Tuesday on the Ross Tucker podcast. I actually have them as the two best teams in football, and I didn't have to, I didn't have to move them that much. But, I mean, the Niners, to do what they did to the Steelers, I have them number one, especially with how well Purdy played and Ayuk as the number two receiver to play that well. The Cowboys still below the Niners in my mind just because a lot of the things that happen for the Cowboys are not things that are going to happen a lot. Like a blocked field goal for a touchdown or the ball bounces off the receiver and right into the DB's hands for a touchdown. Don't get me wrong, the Cowboys were impressive. It just felt like they had more sort of one-off things that happened, whereas the Niners went to Pittsburgh. I think the Steelers are going to be pretty good and we're just legit dominant both sides of the ball. Ross, great stuff. We appreciate you hopping on as always. We'll be watching. We'll be listening, of course, to Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Enjoy week two, which starts with an Eagles game in a couple days. We'll talk soon, Ross. Thank you. Absolutely. Can't wait. Thank you, guys. There he goes. Ross Tucker there who uh, was on the call on Sunday, as you mentioned that. Made me feel a little bit better about my lotta, by the way, the way he referenced Well, hearing Dillard getting smoked is uh, deja vu, It was. 215-592-9494. Back to the phones on the other side. Those who waited... We got some open lines as well for you. Were we too hard? Were we too hard on this team yesterday and earlier this week? Or are the concerns fair? We'll debate it. 215-592-9494 at Sports Radio 94 WIP.